the incomparable. Number 487, November 2019. Welcome back, everybody, to The Incomparable, a podcast in which we watch Spider-Man movies and do drafts with very strange rules. And I think that's all we do on this podcast anymore. And this is one of those draft episodes where... Okay, let me explain this, because this is one of my more complicated draft premises. I, I'm calling this the sequel or not draft, and the idea here is I want to I want us to use this episode to ponder movie sequels, and there are a few different ways to ponder it. Because and we're gonna we're gonna bring them both out. Two of the best ways to ponder sequels, we're gonna bring them out in this draft, which is there's a movie you like, and you want more. There's just the one movie, and you're like, God, oh, they should make another movie with these people because it's really great. And we're going to talk about that. I'm going to have everybody draft movies that demanded sequels that, in your mind, but never got them. And you wish there were a sequel. Now, the flip side of that is sometimes there's a movie you really love and they make a sequel. And you think, oh, no, 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 they, they should not have done it. And so we are also going to draft movies that shouldn't have had sequels. So it's really the the knife's edge of the sequel sometimes. You live by the sequel. Sometimes you die by the sequel. Uh, and we're going to talk about it here. And if it's successful commercially this episode, I don't know how that would happen. Uh, there will be eight more of them. So let me, <laughs> let me introduce my panelists who are going to be doing this stupid draft thing that I invented in a fever dream. Uh, in the order in which they will pick, as chosen by random.org, David J. Lore, you get to pick first. Hello and welcome. Hello! I've always wanted to be first. Yeah, well, you are at it's, last. It will never happen finally, again, but you, finally, you did it. Moises <laughs> will not poach my, my picks. This is great. Mm, I, I, I don't think there's much danger of oh, that, I don't David. Know. Picking after David is James Thompson. Hello. Hello. I'm now a full-time professional Lego builder, but um, <laughs> I'm glad to be on this podcast. Um, and at least I don't think David is going to pick mine. Um we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Picking, it's the Lego movie. Picking third will be <laughs> Moises Julian. Hello. I usually draft hard, but I'm going to draft harder, Jason. Good. That's good. <laughs> you got to, with a vengeance. Uh, drafting fourth will be Annette Weirstra. Hello. Hello. I'm actually more worried that some people might pick my desires as like things they don't want because oh, no. be controversial <laughs> okay. oh. all right i'm excited we might have some rules challenges issued during this draft that wouldn't be a draft without it uh drafting next will be cicero holmes hello hello i uh i have very few fears that any of my picks will be uh sniped from me Except for Moises. Yeah, well, yeah, mm. he he's a troublemaker that that way. And random.org yes. has placed you after him in the in the order, which is hard. I know. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, dra but drafting after you will be Anjay Tomic. Hello. Hi. So random.org does not like me. Apparently, no. that's that's how that works. It definitely so doesn't. Eastern European bias. Which, you know, yeah. Well, except um, yeah, James got to pick second, so so Europe got represented, but Eastern Europe did not get represented. Yeah. I'm sorry. And again, Europe kind of iffy. Over Here, there, here's so. yeah, it's true for now. Uh, uh, but the good news for you is that you aren't picking last because I'm the host, and as your uh, host who has manners and is a good host and a gentleman i uh pick last because that's what how a, what, it works benevolent dictator you are that's right i always go last i choose you know i just use random.org and then i go last uh and sometimes that uh, really hurts me but that's okay because i get a podcast out of it david j lore i would like you to tell us about a movie that should have had a sequel 
but never did. Basically, if I if I was going to go first, I had to boil it down to to one of two picks because there's one that promised a sequel and but it's a terrible movie, and and the people that oh, made no. it should not have made <laughs> that movie. Oh no, I think you did get one of mine. <laughs> I know I got one of yours, but I'm not picking it because I don't want well, those people to have get made it, that did movie. You? Ha-ha. Ha-ha. <laughs> no, the one the one I'm picking is the one that if I were Dan Morin, I would pick this too. The Rocketeer. Ah, that where was... is my series of Rocketeer films? Uh, yeah, oh my good, god! I want I want to specify something here. Uh, that I knew was going to come up. And this was on my list. It's a good pick. Um, and there is a Rocketeer animated TV series on Disney Plus or something. And it's good. Okay. Um, but here's the thing. Part, I think embedded in this premise as I was making my list is the idea that um, you may be advocating for a modern sequel to an old movie. And if so, you should say so. But I sort of realized that a lot of mine are missed yep. opportunities. It's a movie that came yep. out 20, 30 years ago, and I wish there had been a sequel. I'm not advocating that they make one today. More exactly. that I wish I had a time machine and some money to finance a movie, I guess, and go back in time and get a movie <laughs> made. You, you, if you've got a time machine, you just go back and you put money in the bank, and then you go forward. Yeah, and I suppose that's again. true. <laughs> You're right. Thank you, James, for solving my financing problem for time travel-based movie sequels. So, so the idea is a Rocketeer sequel would have Billy Campbell. Would have been like two years later right. with Billy Campbell and Al Arkin and Joe Johnston directing. And then there'd be a third one and maybe a fourth one right then and there instead of waiting a couple of decades and doing a fourth one that's terrible. Hello, Crystal Skull. Oh, um, oh. Well, you know. Spoilers for later. I Hello, Quest for Peace. I I just, I really liked the design. I liked the style. I liked the tone. Um, Is it a great movie? Uh, No, it's a a really good one. And it it was just the kind of adventure we needed back then. You know, if that had happened in the midst of the, the current Marvel phase... You know, suddenly, hey, here's here's an old timey hero. I mean, Captain America, the first Avenger is kind of pseudo rocketeer because it's also directed by Joe Johnston Mm -hmm. and it has that tone and style again. And uh, but yeah, no, all all of my things like that are missed opportunities because God, that was such a good cast. Yeah, that's oh. a that's a fun movie. I ha- I definitely had it on my list because it also felt like it was an interesting world. And wouldn't it be fun to see more adventures of Billy Campbell as the Rocketeer? And there were right. not and, any. And the comics series has continued, and and it's quite delightful. Okay, the Rocketeer. David demands a sequel. We'll be using James's time machine to go back in time, <laughs> invest in uh, automobiles in the early 20th century, and then come forward in time and uh, and pay it off, or invest in IBM or whatever you want. We've got we got the time machine. We can do whatever we want. James, what is the movie that you would like to uh, have a sequel retroactively created? Okay, unlike many of you here, I did not grow up reading Marvel or DC comics. I grew up reading the British anthology comic 2000. AD. Oh boy. Uh, and the most famous character from those comics is a violent authoritarian cop in a dystopian future. He was not meant to be a superhero, but he is the law. Uh, okay, so I'm not going to argue that the original yeah. Judge Dredd film from 1995 with Sylvester Stallone is a good film. Yes. I am the law. I am the law. I am the law. So Demolition Man is a better Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd film than Judge Dredd is. Yes. But, um, the seashells, the three seashells. seashells sorry. Yes. Uh, but it was the first date I went on with my now wife. And so mm-hmm. it's always going to have a special Aww. place in my heart. A special place that I don't look at, 
but a special place nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the production design is actually pretty good in it. Um, but, you know, just forget Rob Schneider is in it and things like that. Well, that's just good advice anytime. <laughs> However, the Carl Urban version of Dread in 2012 was a completely different beast. It was a sort of stripped back, lower budget version. And it suffered somewhat because it came out at the same time as The Raid, which was another fight to the top of a tower block movie. Um, but it had a lot of promise and Carl Urban was great in the role. Uh, Olivia Thirlby as Anderson and Lena Headley as uh, the villain. And, and Urban played another future cop in a TV show called Almost Human. Mm-hmm. Also really, really good. Which, yeah, yeah it, it was cancelled after one season. And, you yeah. know, if this were a draft of TV shows that should get another season, Season, I would have that. That's but an we'll idea. Save it. Save it, save right. it for that the sequel to this episode. <laughs> <Yeah. That's right. laughs> um, but so there have been reports for years that there's going to be an anthology Mega City One TV show being made, I think, for Netflix or something, potentially with Carl Urban reprising the role and dropping in and out. Uh, there was a pilot script they were showing off in August. I'm just not confident that that show's ever going to come out, but I just want more of that because I really loved that that whole world. You know, even if we're living in an authoritarian dystopian future already, um, I still <laughs> have have nostalgia for the the time in my youth when I was. Makes it easier to shoot because I can just use the regular locations of the world as their grim right. dystopia. It's helpful. Yeah. Okay, Judge Dredd of 2012. So th- there is an opportunity to, as you said, actually continue it. Uh, it's not a missed opportunity yet, so you can save your time machine credits for later. Uh, Moises, uh, it's your turn. What what uh, movie are you going to demand a sequel f- for uh, with or without a time machine. Well, Jason, you know that I love rules. I love rules so much. Yeah, I do you, know that you about you. Draft. If there's one thing I know about you, it's that. <laughs> and uh, and since you didn't specify that one could not choose a movie that was itself a sequel. It's true. I did not specify that. I didn't know Monty was going to be on this episode, but sure, yes, I did not. I did not specify that. <laughs> there's a thing that happens now where uh, franchise movies are rebooted before their time. They go, you know what? We're going to start this over. Um, We're not going to continue this series of movies. And they really should have continued the series of movies or at least finished it. And there is no more recent notorious example of this than Hellboy. And we should Mm, have gotten Hellboy 3 uh, to cap off a a trilogy of movies. Uh, So Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, should have received a sequel in just a Hellboy 3. I'm not asking for a whole series of sequels, just the one sequel. I just wanted them to finish the the group of them out uh, the way the the director and the star wanted to, and for whatever reason the powers that be did not. Um, that's it. It's it's as simple as that. I think you can use your powers in this draft to do that. That is to fill out a to fill out a trilogy that didn't get concluded by saying that Hellboy Two needs a sequel. Is uh, I think that I uh, approve of your bending of the rules, Moises. I, I love do. the taste of a good bent rule. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Instead, they instead they took their their ball and uh. went home, and they made a different Hellboy movie that uh, nobody liked. They did, and <laughs> nobody did. If only the Hellboy, yeah. the original uh, set of Hellboy movies, was made by like people who are uh, critically acclaimed and have won Oscars and things. But oh well, yeah. oh well. <laughs> that would be nice. It would be. Um, Annette, it's your turn. I am 
ready. I was so had so much angst about this because uh, what I realized is I don't actually like a lot of sequels, like like sequels. I like movies that are very <laughs> self-contained. So sure. I sat with my friends with wine and they tried to list movies that they wanted sequels. And I was like, no, I don't want a sequel no. to that. So <laughs> that, that is uh, implied in this whole premise. And we'll get to it in the second round. Yeah. Is the, be careful. Be careful what you wish for, people. So they were they were very angry at me and like yelled at me. And I, I was very I felt attacked. <laughs> But then I pick and then I was like, oh, I know what I'd like a sequel to, but this might actually make people angry because it in itself might be something people. This is getting good. Oh, yeah. All right. Failed sequel or a failed reboot called Ghostbusters with the girls. So Uh the all female Ghostbusters. Uh Right. I liked it. Was it like a perfect movie? Uh, No, it was like, but it was fun. And I like the cast. And I think there was more they could do with it uh-huh. and i would love to have more of that and i'm not sad they're making another sequel that's not the girls but they could continue in that alternate universe too um so yeah i and i i just thought it was fun i thought for sure it was a great yeah. i love gender twisting like that so bring me more ghostbusters of all the kinds because i loved ghostbusters when i was a kid and I love it now. I feel like that one of the shames of that movie is that that it didn't really get fairly evaluated by a lot of people, yes. and that if it had Man. not been seen as a as a franchise reboot thing, and if it was sort of like a comedy, a sci fi action comedy, big budget thing, that was sort of it, we used Ghostbusters as the inspiration to make this movie that has a totally different name. I yeah. think I think it would have actually fared better, but instead it became this kind of like it was a uh, thing yeah where people well, are like, like let's, let's erase the past it's yeah. not what it is and yeah it's i think that's a shame so this is good also i'll point out now that we have two choices in the first four that were movies made with the same title as a previous movie but starting out again <laughs> that's interesting we have a sequel and the rocketeer so, yes, because it wasn't it wasn't complicated <laughs> before. Now, <Nope. laughs> introducing well, an, an extra layer. I'm going to be releasing yeah. an ebook that you can buy that will explain how this all works. So, <laughs> listeners, you can go to the Incomparable store and buy the ebook that explains how drafts work. And then you can play Incomparable Draft at home. The yeah, home you can game. do. Yeah, it's the home version of the game. Yes, indeed, you can. Just like just like Annette did, apparently, with her friends. I did play this game. At yes, home. I am just so glad you said all that because. My wife, when I said, you know, what are some movies you'd like sequels to that didn't get them? And she went, none. <laughs> I just I like self-contained stories. I don't want sequels I most had of the time. such a hard time with it. So, yeah, even last night I was still trying to fine tune that list and going like, I need something. Yeah, yeah wait, till, wait till I get to my other one. It's it's real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I, ju- I genuinely, I if that Ghostbuster movie came out, I would go to it. For sure. So sure. Yeah. I found 100%. one. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. But Kate McKinnon forever, basically. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, She's yep. so good. Okay. Let me take a break and tell you about one of our sponsors. It's Pingdom. And I have terrible, terrifying news for you. It is. We're in the teeth of it now. It's November. Holiday shopping season right around the corner. Of course, everybody's out there on the internet looking for good deals because the last thing you want to do is go to a store. Well, I don't want to speak for you. The last thing I want to do is go outside during the shopping season. It's a nightmare. It's all those crowds moving around and I just, I don't want to deal with it. But here's the thing. If you are running a site where there's online shopping 
you need to have all the knowledge you possibly can that your site is working perfectly. And not just that the homepage is loading, not just that. What if the shopping cart isn't working? What if the credit card verification isn't working? What if your website is working, but nobody can buy anything? It's a disaster. Pingdom is the solution. Pingdom will let you know the moment anything bad happens to your website and in whatever way is best for you. So that includes transaction monitoring, when the cart checkout, when forms, when login pages fail, because that's really bad if you're doing e-commerce. And you'll know immediately, hopefully before it even affects your customers and your business, because your site can be up and not working. Pingdom will check. And you can customize how you're alerted, who is alerted, the person who is in charge of the login pages. If Sally is in charge of login pages, you can say, ping Sally when the login pages break. And then she knows and she can fix it immediately. You don't need to know. The whole company doesn't need to know the person who's in charge of it. Pingdom will let them know. You control all of that. Go to pingdom.com slash Snell right now for a 14-day free trial. No credit card required. And when you do sign up, because you're going to love it like I love it, use the code Snell, my last name, at checkout, and you'll get 30% off your first invoice. Thank you, Pingdom, for supporting the incomparable. Okay, Cicero, it, uh, the advantage of going fifth is that you've, uh, you know, you've seen... What <laughs> has already gone on? I have seen I kind of want to say the pressure is off, not to insult anybody, but the you know I feel like we've, we've explored the edges of this premise so far. Cicero, it's your choice. Oh, we we have yet to explore Uh-oh. all of the I edges. I regret Jason. my statement immediately. <laughs> yes. you, Jason, you obviously don't know Cicero as well as I do. Right. You jinxed it. <laughs> so uh, you you did say that uh, we could cash in our time travel credits for sure, and I and I apologize for for making this uh, very light and jovial affair very heavy right now, but I'm gonna do it. Uh, so I would my sequel would be the I think it is 1989 classic, um, do the right thing. But uh, maybe if we said it maybe like 10 years ago, just the same neighborhood in Brooklyn, but now that it's been gentrified, right? how the people that, you know, the people that used to live there or that still live there from the first film, some of those people and all of the gentrifiers and how they get along. Um, and maybe kind of flip it on its head where the gentrifiers are the ones that feel emboldened that this is their neighborhood. And uh, Mookie, Spike Lee's character from the first film, uh, owns either owns Sal's Pizzeria or has taken over Sal's Pizzeria and turned it into like a barbecue place or something like that. And someone's trying to, uh, you know, they want all the gluten free options. They want all the things that <laughs> cater to them. Uh, and, and, how how that neighborhood gets along today so do the right thing to um biscuit yeah. boogaloo you know like you know, artisanal spike, biscuit yeah. spike made a spike made a spiritual sequel called red hook summer that's nothing like yes that. mm-hmm. and, it's and nothing and like it, it yeah. was it was it was absolutely nothing of what i wanted out of I, like frankly you you need to be in spike's <laughs> ear producing his movies because mm-hmm. that's a great idea <laughs> right? and that's yeah. that honestly that is the only way that i would have wanted a a a true sequel to what I consider one of the greatest films of all time. Sure. Yeah. Well, and it's it's interesting. There was an article this week in the Atlantic by Lin Manuel Miranda where 
he's talking about speaking in the Speaking of gentrifying, David, speaking, Jesus. Well, that's exactly it. <laughs> right. That's exactly it. He said the, the whole thing, he didn't even realize it at the time when he, when he originally did it for the stage, but the movie has sort of brought out how it's it's really about the neighborhood. It's really about all the changes because, you know, you take, you take the sign off of Uznavi's shop and, and it used to be an Irish bar and you take the sign off the Irish bar, it used to be a Jewish place. And, you right. know, and it's sort of like how that neighborhood has changed and accreted and grown and evolved. Every so often you get a late sequel. Um, sometimes it's a franchise thing where, you know, 15 years later, they're like, oh, we could do a sequel. But every so often, I feel like you do get a late sequel where it's somebody revisiting material from a classic that they made or they, they, you know, they directed it or they wrote the screenplay or something like that every so often. And this would be that kind of thing, Cicero. And I, I would, I would love to see Spike Lee's take on the transformation of neighborhoods in New York like that like that and and to reference do the right thing that would be amazing he uh he definitely has uh obviously he's he's got some skin in the game because you know he grew up in brooklyn blah 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 blah. but his he's got direct um experience with this because his dad owned a brownstone in brooklyn his dad uh famously is a jazz musician and would practice his you know his he's uh you know he's a trumpet player so he would practice playing his trumpet in his house and there were some new neighbors that moved into the neighborhood and called the cops on spike lee's dad because he was practicing in his brownstone so yeah spike's spike's take on that would be (sighs) very very personal there was yeah. a sort of similar thing that they did train spotting two a few years ago. Yeah, that's a good yeah. example. And that was and yeah. that was interesting to see like where those characters were, you know, whatever it was, twenty years later. Uh, right. Yeah. And I, it was a lot better than I thought it would be. Also, Spike Lee's take on a mayonnaise store would probably kind of awesome. Oh yes, like that would, yes, that would be yes. A, artisanal mayonnaise. So so much subtext in that. Yeah. 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 That would be kind of you know. And I'm so glad that joke worked. You nailed it. You, you nailed yeah. it. <laughs> I had to. I had to mute my mic because I was worried my laughing would be too disruptive. As, as your uh, as your reward for that, you get to choose yours now. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, you see, I, 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 when when I was making my list, I, I had like a bunch of were very incomparably movies sure. to pick from but i chose one which is like a, one of my favorite films and technically i there's an a podcast on the incomparable network where i was on where we talked about it and i just i wish it would have a sequel but uh, sadly it did not it uh we talked about it on defocused with uh, joe and dan and some say that is the high watermark of that podcast is the episode I was <laughs> so on. There are people, uh, people are saying that. I frequently do. Yeah, it's number 55, a soft flaccid waffle where we discussed uh, <laughs> one of my uh, very favorite films, uh, Stripes from 1981. Oh, oh wow. Which is wow. one of those, like Ghostbusters, right, is the original, got a sequel. And that's that whole, you know, Ivan Reitman sort of crude comedy 80s thing that was mm-hmm. that was my thing in the 90s when it was on tv over here <laughs> so <laughs> I, never, I never saw it in the cinema which is a, uh, actually a kind of important point because the tv edit is way better than the uh, theatrical release because they kind of cut it down and some of the scenes uh, that are kind of boring aren't in it but i just think those characters are so awesome Right, there's there's a lot of problematic stuff in that movie. I, I get that it's in the, it's it's from the eighties. Like 
right. yeah it's over time but they just wish those characters would kind of have one more go down because i think like the the pure comedy in that uh that movie is kind of awesome and it probably has the greatest collective dance scene like ever in a movie that's <laughs> a bold statement but i stand by that um <laughs> where it's a bunch of army recruits doing a why does the chicken cross that? I used to know <laughs> that like by heart, but so, uh, so stripes, I just, stripes. I don't know. It's one of those, I, I, I've seen that movie so many times. It's the only VHS tape I've actually kept. I just found it. Uh, uh, I destroyed all of the other ones, uh, but I had, uh, it was on TV here in Slovenia. I don't know if it's sometime during the nineties and I taped it and I, that's the only one I haven't thrown away. So, uh, stripes two. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking that there must have been a moment where you you discovered Stripes on TV and thought, "Hey, this is great." I wonder if there's a Stripes too, and then discovered sadly that they never made another movie with yeah, those characters. Yeah, because it was in that era where they would do a sequel, right? It, like a, a lot of those like '80s comedies would kind of mm-hmm. you know go on to to have a sequel, but that, that's one that kind of kind of didn't, and it did kind of end. I guess it was like a, a, a st- I say story. <laughs> <laughs> it did kind of end, but yeah, it's, it, I don't know. Those characters are kind of, you know, near and dear to my heart, let's say that. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, here's my choice. Uh, you know, science fiction franchises always have sequels, don't they? And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's why I think. Oh, wait a minute. I think that, I know where this is going. That a, sci- <laughs> a, a, a film that is a comedy that is both satirizing and also paying tribute and uh, loving, mm-hmm. loving science fiction franchises and their fans what better film to have had a sequel? One of the greatest of the Star Trek movies, Galaxy <laughs> Quest. Quest. From yes. Yes. That's yes. I would see too. that. Like, yeah. I mean, again, it's always be careful what you wish for, but yes. Galaxy Quest was kind of magical. The idea that you've got actors who have to like pretend to be the characters that they played in the science fiction TV show and the fans are helping and there is a race of amusing aliens and they get into trouble. And I just, I feel like that was a movie uh, like like Ghostbusters, which is again, be careful what you wish for. It's one of those things mm-hmm. where it's like, you could do more here. There could be, the, you know, would Galaxy Quest 2 be great? Who knows? But I wanted to see more. I still want to see more. They keep talking about doing a Galaxy Quest TV show or uh, a remake or a new version or something like that. And it's just never going to be the same as it would have been in 2003, let's say, if they had done it then. But, uh, you know, Galaxy Quest, just like people always talk about it being one of the better Star Trek movies. And I agree with that. It, it, it hits it just right in terms of the humor, but also taking the premise uh, you know, seriously while seriously. also considering it's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it's a it's a very fine line to walk. And this movie walked it. So I want to you know, I wish there had been more. Part of what's amazing about it is you've got Sigourney Weaver and Alan Rickman playing wildly against type. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. when it came out and people were like, they do funny Right, it's like yes, they did oh, funny yes, they well. Did. They did funny very well. Yes, yeah. by Grabthar's hammer. By Grabthar's hammer. <laughs> what a savings! I'm, su- I'm a surprised savings. that that pick survived to Jason. Like I figured yeah. somebody yeah. was gonna. You know, that, was, yeah. that was on that was on my list because yeah, well, someone was bound to pick Rocketeer. Yeah, so oh, yeah, you have it course. as a backup, but now now it's mine. That's right, it's mine on my now. Jason, <laughs> Jason yes, I, I think I think, uh, I think you shouldn't give up. I think you should never surrender. I agree. Uh, the possibility. I think that's words. There's the words to live by. No. Now we come to an interesting time where we're going to do the other side of this, the dark side, the be careful what you wish for side, which is a movie we got a sequel to. And we said, you know what? 
I would rather please dip me in the waters of forgetfulness. I would I would prefer not to have had this movie happen. I'm not going to say that we, along with our time machine that lets us go back in time and invest money and then come forward in time, the James Thompson method, as we call it. Uh, the, I'm not going to say we have the power to erase these things. It's just more that, ah, yeah, I wish that had not happened that sequel had not happened so we're going to go a little negative now because uh th- this is the truth is so you make a sequel to a beloved movie it could be great or it could not be great david you are up first tell us about a movie that didn't need sequels oh i'm so happy this- <laughs> when, when you first announced the idea i was like this was the one thing i had in my head like the whole time all the rest of these were like after a while i'd think oh yeah there's that there's that this was the one because I mean, so, so there are lots of movies that have two at the end and there's never a third one. Uh, and, and except for Hellboy two, most of them are terrible, right? There's, there's speed two, grease two, the sting two. Whoa, which whoa, is absolutely whoa. Hey, I'm a cool writer. Leave grease two alone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, you know, it's like, the, again, those were things I put on the list just in case. And and fortunately, you didn't specify what form the sequels could take. I didn't. It's true. Are you going to draft like an interactive CD-ROM? What's happening? David, come on, get to it. <laughs> David, it's almost I'm- as if by by not de- you know really specifying the rules, uh, I was hoping that people would make interesting choices just right. i don't know I, I, maybe I, not. I, you know i know it's crazy <laughs> I it's crazy a, right? i mean everybody knows that there's nobody more strict than i am in terms of allowing ridiculous <laughs> picks on incomparable drafts but anyway anyway i well, sorry so, to interrupt and so in, in in a way dan was my my guiding light for the first half and monty is my guiding light for this half Uh-oh. um <laughs> monty's always my guiding light i don't know what's wrong with you <laughs> this is a movie that has never had a film sequel not for lack of trying but it's had sequels in so many other forms. It was originally a play. The people who wrote the play tried to write a sequel. And Warner Brothers said, no, we don't like that. Stop that. Um, it turned into a television series in 1955 mm. where they set it into the present day and it really didn't work. And they changed the hero's last name and they, they got an actor who couldn't act. Uh, they turned it into a TV series again in 1983 with David Soul of Starsky and Hutch fame. Uh, there mm. is a novel that came out that that's it's like the only official sequel because it actually happened um because the other the the david soul version was a prequel so you're 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 subverting this premise a little further than i would like because what you're basically saying is (laughs) i want no brand extensions of any kind to this film not necessarily because all of these versions are you know mm, the david soul well i'll get to that it's casablanca (laughs) yes yes it's casablanca of course it is they 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 did try to make a film sequel called bratzaville that fell apart um a passage to Marseille was almost a Casablanca sequel, and they and they thought thought better of that. Um, the David Soul one is not bad for what it is, but it's hampered by the fact that it's a prequel. Everything is like, oh, she reminds me of someone I knew in Paris. Don't forget the Marx right? Brothers, the Marx Brothers, <laughs> <Yeah>. the Marx Brothers. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. um, and and the novel is it's called As Time Goes By, and it's terrible and and you know these are characters that we just don't need to see them reunite it, it doesn't work we we don't need to see rick and ilsa together you know rick and louie that's great go and have adventures sure. do something with that um but everybody is so obsessed with oh she went off with the wrong guy no actually no she didn't 
that that was that was the right ending. You know, David, I almost put on my list and I decided not to. I almost put on as a movie that I would have liked to see a sequel to Casablanca. And I thought, oh, this is really pushing it because there were all these other versions. <laughs> but but you're right. It would have to be the uh, Rick and Louie so in the amazing. desert. Yeah. And it would have had to have been something like that that was very different. And definitely there's yeah. no Ilsa in that version. No way. Yeah. Everybody is so obsessed with that one element and they're they're like a TV version is a great idea. The 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 nineteen eighty three one is, like I said, it's not terrible. The fifty five one is horrible. Um but yeah, intrigue in Casablanca, you know, these characters bumping up against things. That's a great concept. Wait, wait, so there, wait a second. There's now so are many you... more stories. Well, I'm just saying there are more stories are to you, it than this one. Have you turned one. your not a sequel into a pitch for a sequel? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that's what's happening. The sequel to Rick and Ilsa should never happen. Okay. That's, okay. And that's all as time goes by is. It's literally, hey, let's get them back together because everything else sucks. Yeah. I don't know what's true anymore. Like, no. I don't know what's true. Let's have James yeah. sort it out for us. James, you, it's, your, it's your turn. I'm going to stick completely to the rules for this one. Okay. Um, so I fight for the users. My pick is Tron. Wow. Yes. wow. So the first ah. film is up there with Star Wars for me in terms of early childhood influence. I don't think it's a particularly great film, but I was nine when it came out in the <laughs> early 90s and it ticked all the sort of arcade game and home computer craze boxes for young James. And, you know, it has such distinctive visuals. It didn't get the visual effects Oscar because they used computers, which was considered cheating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it's even got Londo Malari in it. Um, it's got a great electronic soundtrack by Wendy Carlos. You know, I've got my original 80s copy of the paperback novelization. I got that signed in person by Tron himself, Bruce Boxleitner. Wow. I love that film. The marketing of the sequel was just too good. Like it started, there was a Comic-Con teaser and it was like, they just dropped this thing and it was a light cycle chase, all modern looking. And it ends showing that the bad guy is a de-aged Jeff Bridges. And this was like one of the first uses uh, of the de-aging stuff. And there was there was an ARG, one of these uh, uh, real life things for Tron Legacy. And it's the only one I've ever taken part in. And you had to hack into an Encom server. And then you got sent in the post an actual Encom employee badge on a lanyard with my photo on it. Um, and I got all these postcards sent to me and I got invites to these secret events and things. And then after all that, Tron Legacy turned out to be just an average film which for me in some ways is a much worse result than hmm. Phantom Menace, yeah. which was bad. And I could like say, well, that, that was terrible. <laughs> but this is like, well, it's not bad, but it's not great either. You know, I, I like that Jeff Bridges is just playing the dude in it. Yes, and, he is, 100%. And, and Michael Sheen is seemingly playing David Bowie. And <laughs> Olivia Wilde doesn't get to do much in it, but, you know... It, I saw it in IMAX 3D and it was genuine impressive, genuinely impressive. Same. You know, I got Vertigo in the opening titles. Um, the soundtrack by Daft Punk is amazing. Mm -hmm. and it's still one of my all-time favorite soundtracks for programming too. But yeah, it's just, 
it's not great. And I kind of wish it didn't exist. But the thing is, there was a lot of promise for what they could do going forward, especially with the ending and the short film that's on the Blu-ray. But it's a promise that will never be fulfilled because it didn't make enough money and Disney killed all the plans for a sequel. So now I'm crossed that the film that I don't want to exist doesn't have a sequel. So, you know, that, that, that's my <laughs> contradiction. Down the rabbit hole. That was a, there were a lot of plot twists in that one, James. <laughs> just derails wow. it all. Yeah. So you want to, the movie doesn't exist. You just keep the soundtrack like Daft Punk was working on a Tron uh, sequel soundtrack and it didn't work out, but they, they released the soundtrack anyway, something like that. Yeah. And then that inspired somebody down the line to make a sequel. So. Ah, I see. So again, you have a sequel that doesn't exist that you want to exist that you didn't want to mm-hmm. exist. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as bad as yours, David, but nice try. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Break time one more time. It is Flatiron School, our sponsor for this episode. Uh, It is fall. Nothing puts you in the mind to uh, go into school, like when the weather turns cool and it's like the kids are back in school. You could be back in school too, though, because at Flatiron School, The students are parents, they're musicians, they're travelers, they're working professionals from all walks of life. You can learn software engineering, UX and UI design, or data science at Flatiron School, and it takes just 15 weeks. And then you can use that to launch a new career with one-on-one support from their dedicated career coaches. Flatiron School stands behind their students with a money-back guarantee. Complete details are at flatironschool.com slash terms. Flatiron School's committed instructors have both industry and teaching experience and are backed by the master teachers and learning experience designers to ensure you get the best possible support, whether you choose to learn on campus or online. This fall, pursue your passion, discover your potential, and go back to school. Get a head start with the free boot camp prep course at flatironschool.com slash incomparable. See you in class. Thank you, Flatiron School, for supporting the incomparable. Moises, it's your turn. Well, Jason, I I may just be a simple country drafter. Oh boy! Uh, but uh, <laughs> buckle up. I, I may I, I may I may have to appeal to your uh, to your more charitable nature as well as everybody on here because I think I've got something that again again it bends bends rules, but it's not wrong. <laughs> I thought to myself, there are so many choices here because there are so many movies of a particular type that have just been absolutely uh, tainted and sullied uh, by sequels. Um, And I thought, do I do I do I pick Aladdin? Do I pick Mulan? Do I pick The Hunchback of Notre Dame? Or do I see if I can squeak in choosing all Disney animated classics? (laughs) <laughs> all of which have been categorically ruined by the the straight to video sequels that they've made of them. I love the spirit of this, but I'm going to make you pick one to represent the, the so you can you can have the return of Jafar if you'd like, whatever you'd like. <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel I, like I feel well, so much look, better. Look, look, uh, or the Lion I King could... two, or the Lion King three, which is interesting because then you're implying the Lion King two was okay. <laughs> Jason, um, faced with that decision, I don't feel like I can, so I'm going to choose the land before time. Oh, yes. <laughs> there you go. The land before time. The land before time. Not a Disney animated classic. Nope. But in the same in the same realm God, no. of, same a, of a of a same spirit of a of a perfect 
first movie that needed none of its sequels in any way. Find me somebody who who's, who will tell you honestly with a straight face, The Land Before Time 7 changed my life. <laughs> nobody, there's nobody seven of them? There, I think there no, are. There, there are something there's like, like 14 now. According to Wikipedia, yeah. there, are, there are 13, depending <laughs> on how you count. <laughs> yeah. There are 14 Land Before Time movies, including the original, uh-huh. and we only need wow. one of them. We only, I only watched one, one. Yeah, you're doing you, it right. You're, you're living right. That's clean living yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. I didn't even. I knew there I was, knew a there was a sequel, but the the, f- the fourteen. Uh, that's yeah. <laughs> and there's like, Lion, <laughs> Lion King. Yeah, Lion King three is looking good right now. <laughs> there's, 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 there's not even there's not even a case of oh the original voice of this and the replacement voice of this. There are multiple replacement voice actors because they've been making sequels to this for thirty years. By the way, I I want to restate something earlier. I I referred to a film called The Lion King three. I should properly have said The Lion King three colon Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. (laughs) I regret nothing. Yeah, you know, I I feel like I feel like Land Before Time pretty well covers um, the Fox and the Hound sequel that that involved Reba McIntyre and a country singing jamboree. Um, The various sequels to Cinderella, the last of which is like a Marvel what if where they go, well, what if the wicked stepmother got the bippity boppity boo wand? You're basically picking uh animated direct-to-video cash grabs <laughs> yeah <laughs> jason, jason you make it sound like i prepared a little tiny bit for this interesting interesting choice no excellent uh, excellent work i have have having seen some of these i don't disagree with you it, it doesn't matter that that beauty and the beast bells enchanted christmas is uh, pretty good uh it doesn't matter that the little mermaid 2 return to the sea has some good songs in it doesn't matter kill them all Kill yeah. them all. Yep. Urge them all. Yeah. Yep. All right, Annette, it's your choice now. I'm not going to break any rules. I'm going to do this very straight up. <laughs> thank you. Can I just, and just say give thank you, you one movie <laughs> that I could get very angry about? Uh, so there's this. I'm a Jane Austen girl. I really like adaptions. I love modern adaptions. There was this great movie called Bridget Jones, and mm. they even got. Colin Firth to play Mr. Darcy. Mm-hmm. So like it's I watch it every Christmas. It's to me, it's my favorite Christmas movie. So I love that movie. And I read the book. I read the sequel book called Bridget Jones, Edge of Reason. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if the book is called the same thing. Anyways, the book is funny. The book is great. The book is in changing instead of Pride and Prejudice. It's an adaption of the Jane Austen novel Persuasion. And um, then they made a movie of it which i was really excited about and then they just wrecked it and they instead of making the book the sequel book into a movie they just tried to make bridget jones again but worse and the book doesn't have um hugh grant's character in it but they couldn't not have him. they had to have this fight scene because that was funny in the first one and they made everything in the relationship breakup Bridget's fault, whereas in the book, it is very much Mark Darcy's and Bridget's fault. And uh, they they did go to Thailand and that was pretty funny. But uh, and she gets she gets thrown in jail in the book, in the movie that that was like they did that part. OK, that was funny, but it just offended me so much. And I just wanted it's like it's the whole be careful what you wish for, because they could have done 
they they could have just made the book the sequel into a movie but instead they just messed with the book mm. and did a terrible job of it that makes me angry and Annette, i also believe that by doing this you you are implying that the existence of bridget jones's baby also is erased <laughs> you know weirdly i watched that one and i was like i don't hate it as much i thought it was okay um but i was like but in the end i sort of like you know what i'm i actually think she should have gone with the other guy so we just gotta mop that up that's just the whole so thing so i was like uh you're not convincing me that they're destined for each other anymore and i i would have changed the ending so i i, I yeah all right it was just fine but the the middle one was the most that's the problem one okay bridget mm-hmm. jones's diary then is uh on your list uh cicero what sequel are you blocking so Annette was not going to break any of the rules, but uh, Jason, oh, I'm here to tell you. Okay, <laughs> bring it on, bring it on, man, bring it on. Cicero is going to walk right up to the edge of those rules and just see how far they. I mean, I, first off, there are really no rules, and uh, second, I have things that break those rules that are in my list of choices. But I want to hear you and how you delightfully break the rules. I had a team of lawyers look over the rules. Okay, good. All right, the unwritten constitution's banana. Yes, yeah, so it. I am. Oh, man. Uh, So Moises tried to pick a genre and uh, he was denied. I may also be denied um, because instead of choosing a movie, I decided to choose an actor. And (laughs) uh, to be fair, there there are there are sequel industries built around actors themselves. Is it yeah. Gerard Butler? Be it Gerard is, Butler. It is um, inexplicably everyone's favorite 80s hunk, Steve Gutenberg. The, the <laughs> entire <laughs> sequel career of Steve Gutenberg should not exist. I support that. How Steve Gutenberg became the thing that we all wanted to see more of, I have no idea. But yeah, the idea is not just to see Steve Gutenberg, it's that you saw a movie with Steve Gutenberg and you're like, you know what? I would like to see more. See, yes. And you know, what kills me is they made several Police Academy movies after he gave up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So uh, Police so, Academy was on my list, by the way. So yeah. Gutenbergian sequels being being effectively what you're choosing is things that were spawned from Steve Gutenberg projects, whether he yes. was involved or not. Yes, yes, yeah. They, <laughs> so what I'm so, going to do, as with Moises, is I'm going to make you choose a representative of this, oh, but I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the little parenthetical, like I did with animated sequels for okay. Steve Gutenberg. But I'd like you to put one in the ground of like, here's one that oh. they really shouldn't. Police Academy could be it, whatever you want, but you got to pick, uh, yeah, police, pick one. Police, police I mean, Academy is too easy, so I could. But pick, Mission to <laughs> Moscow, Mission yeah, to Moscow, yes, exactly. <laughs> I, Mission to Moscow subtracts. Like it's not just it's it's. Not just bad; it kind of takes away from everything that came yeah. before. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's like a black know. hole. So yeah. I, I didn't know this was turning into a police academy podcast, but here we are. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> so what? so does this does this genre apply if Steve Gutenberg is not? Does he have to have been in at least one sequel? Or if it, there's no sequel that he's in, but it does continue? Is that right, it part does, of this yes, genre? Yes, that is part of the genre. So, so short, short Circuit would apply in that yes, case. Yes, so short, right? short, circuit, short Circuit definitely applies. Um, and uh, Three Men and a Little Lady apply. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But you definitely. know what? 
we're going to go with Cocoon. As, All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. That's, because that's people a good forget. Yeah. That would be the mm-hmm. best of the Steve Gutenberg movies. Right. Right. Yeah. It was What yeah. a great film. Well, yeah. Where Wilfred Brimley was old, but not as old as Tom Cruise is <laughs> <laughs> in the latest Mission Impossible where he, he ran through Europe. He ran. Yeah. Well, Wilfred Brimley was, was playing an old man when he was 30, basically. He That's, was always an old soul who liked that is true. oatmeal. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I just like that we got <laughs> Steve Gutenberg into an incomparable episode. Like I think that's, yeah. I think that's a good. There's thing. a lot of knowledge, think... a lot of Gutenberg knowledge on this panel. I'm quite impressed. A lot of police academy uh, scholars that are here with me today. <laughs> Welcome back to Gutenberg facts on the incomparable. This episode brought to you by. <laughs> I just want to see Wilfred Brimley hanging off the side of an airplane as it's taking off. Because <laughs> if Tom Cruise can do it, by God. <laughs> Well, his 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 fingers got numb from the diabetes. So. <laughs> okay, uh, so the the uh, Steve Gutenberg sequels excellent, and we'll use Cocoon as the reference point. Yes, uh, that's a great pick, Cicero. I see. Thank I allowed you. it. It'll. I just All made right. you choose a representative sample. That's fine. Anjay, yeah. it's right. your turn now. Okay, so I'm actually going to do this one by the book, Jason. Which okay. you know, I think everybody says that, and by the end of it, it's just you know, <laughs> yeah, I want to be on that side of the panel, basically. No, um, <laughs> you can come sit by me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so uh, I uh, the sort of circumstances why the sequel is bad are kind of sort of tragic. So, and I did not know that when I saw the sequel. So that's just a, a disclaimer. But uh, there's mm. a there's a film called Battle Royale. Oh, that which, was on my list. Which mm. is uh, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I I just thought it was awesome when I was, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, like 16 when I saw it or whatever. And then I saw it again and uh, when I was older uh, and it's still awesome. It's just an awesome, awesome movie as far as I'm concerned. So and just a, a quick aside on that, because um, the... We had a, a, a young uh, daughter of a friend coming to stay with us and she was really into the Hunger Games. Mm. And we thought, oh. can we <laughs> yeah. show a Battle yeah. Royale game? It'll be fine. <laughs> so we rewatched it just before we were going to show it to her and we're like, no. No. You kind of forget how brutal it actually yeah, th- is. This is, this is a, uh, a group of junior high school students who are forced by a totalitarian uh, government to kill each other until there's only one surviving. It is the basis of, you know, your fortnights and all, yes. you know, this concept yes. goes around, but it's like, that that is what it is. It is a bunch of kids killing each other. High school Highlander. But, mm-hmm. It was like a very low budget film, but it really doesn't really show it when you watch it. It kind of looks, it's very well made as far as I'm concerned. But then uh, sort of the director died uh, before started, uh, he started shooting the sequel and uh, I think his son, or I don't know what the, the connection is there, wrote both of the screenplays and then the son kind of finished the, the sequel, which is called Battle Royale, Royale Requiem. And it is not, it's almost, you know, mission to Moscow levels. Sort of. <laughs> oh, no. I was so disappointed, <laughs> just so, so disappointed. So I, I just, I, I would love for Battle Royale to just be that film and that's it. And just nothing else happens basically. 
uh, but but sadly we got the the requiem thing and it was sort of a continuation of the story or whatever but just the, the whole premise of the first one and how it kind of ends it's 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 pretty perfect and and it's it, yeah just the that that's you know requiem whenever i see that now in a in a film title i'm like mm, this is not gonna <laughs> yeah that's, that's one of those words auto fail yeah yeah basically so so battle royale that that's my pick all right it it's down to me to close out this round, which has gone, which has been really interesting. I am going to make, uh, I have a list here uh, and a lot of them are pretty obvious, I think, and easy. And maybe I'll get to them if we do a, a second round, but I'm going to go with one that's co- going to be controversial because I have friends who deeply love a sequel to this movie, although not the <laughs> sequel. Prequel, mm-hmm. it's complicated. It's a franchise. And I think the first movie is the only one worth saving, to be honest. Although one of the sequels is fine. And <laughs> on top of it, this is one of my favorite, favorite movies of all time. The other day I'm in the car and my, my son says to me, what's your favorite movie? I'm like, I don't know. And then I thought about it. And I said, you know, probably Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I think the Temple of Doom, other than its first scene, is terrible oh it's yes and i think that uh the last crusade is fine it's a it's a fine movie that i'm okay Uh, if it doesn't exist because i think raiders of the lost ark is so vastly better than all indiana jones sequels and -hmm. nothing makes me angrier than they try to call this indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark no it's not it's not called that and i (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna say i think raiders was enough i don't i i know that if they only made raiders of the lost ark we would all be incredibly sad that they didn't make more Raiders movies, but the fact is they they uh, they did, and I I, I would did, take that trade off. We are I would sad. take I'm, I'm that trade off. Absolutely, I'm putting this on the list. But, so I mean, oh, you talk about the the Wilfred Brimley. I mean, are we going to really get Harrison Ford doing another one? That's mm. what yeah. they say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. De-aging. De-aging. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. It, worked, and, it worked really well for Samuel L. Jackson and Captain Marvel. This pick is really about how I think Temple of Doom is is terrible and I thought you so were about it, to say temple of don't temple of don't yeah, temple, yeah. Of don't. <laughs> temple of don't yeah. uh, it's a, it's about how temple of doom is bad uh other than that it gets it, i think it gets so much goodwill for that first 15 minutes or whatever that first opening sure. set piece because it is great it is legitimately great it is all the things that are great about the first movie and then it is bad on so many different levels after that oh so, my yes, gosh yeah. i can't send your hate mail to me it's fine i'll take it i uh, i'm picking raiders of the lost ark i remember watching it in the theater and being angry uh, because, you know, obviously it was a prequel. That was the whole thing. Oh, this come before Raiders. And and I was okay with that detail up until the point where they do the two swordsmen and then he shoots yeah. them both or, or he goes to shoot them both and there's no gun. That doesn't make <laughs> sense right. if it's a prequel. Right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that Temple of Doom is a prequel to Raiders? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I had no idea. The year Be- before. Because of that scene. Yeah. So I never exactly. paid attention. Because a- of that scene, I thought it was a sequel. There's also the right. scene where the Ark of the Covenant appears on a yeah. wall somewhere, and it's like, oh. oh. Yep. It's like, yep. No, yep. we don't know what and, that is. And I'm, <gasps> I'm like, what, 12 or 13 at the time, and I was furious in the theater. Yeah. And my parents <gasps> are like, what's wrong? I said, they... F- I'm sorry. I said that. They screwed it up. Hang on. Write that down. Right there. David swears... Seven minutes. Got it. <laughs> My mind is really blown right now. Yeah, mine is. I did not know that. I yeah. just thought it was the second 
Yeah. Well, that it, makes, is a, it is a prequel. What's going on? And it, it should have been the second. It yeah. should have just kept going. I, <sighs> you know, what was did they not want Karen Allen back? Could they not get Karen Allen back? Because that, that was part of it, is that he went off into the sunset with Karen Allen, right? And that, did, did Stephen want to cast Kate Capshaw, Capshaw maybe for some so, reason? Maybe so. Um, to then get married? Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, what we're going to do is, I'm going to, uh, we're, we're at about an hour, so what I want to do is lightning rounds. So I just want you to, we're going to go really quickly, and I just want you to say it, and we'll all react and cheer or scream or whatever and then we're going to move on no detailed descriptions this time just quick picks and we're going to go back to a quick pick of a sequel that you wish had been made and wasn't and then we'll do another quick pick round with the uh the sequel blocking david quick pick all right who framed roger rabbit okay all right james uh my neighbor totoro oh all right i I love that movie so much that i'm a little worried about it and, and it was like a, a short but yeah i would but I would, that, that I would was take the thing chance. i was gonna there is kind of a sequel we but. assume that it would be good moises super mario brothers the movie <laughs> <laughs> you can go only go up moises the movie is awful and i really wish there had been a movie sequel to that awful movie because how crazily awful would that have been what would that have been like okay i i will accept it i will yeah. accept it annette i'm gonna say practical magic uh but now like i don't know it's 20 years later with the cast sandra bullock and nicole kidman now yeah. Kind of the same characters 20 years in the future. Yeah. I want that. So a late sequel. Yes, a late sequel. Yeah. All right. Cicero? Uh, Children of Men. Oh, what, yeah. What happens oh, yeah, after yeah. the baby? Yeah. What happens? Yeah, what happens, yeah, what happens to the world? That's Children good. of Men too. More babies. More That's... babies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we be populating. <laughs> it's, it's just totally called Children of Women. Um, <laughs> and everybody will be perplexed. Anjay. <laughs> oh, this is a, yeah. An- Anglis Hulk. Like that. Oh wow! Oh, wow! Just, wow! Yeah, that's I'm, more controversial than Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That, I heard the incomparable episode, but I'm still a. Uh, um, something about that. I've seen it many times. That's all I'm gonna say. Let's move on. All right. Okay. And then my my, uh, my quick pick here. Surprised it has not come up yet, uh, but I will pick it here. We just did an episode about it. Sneakers. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, love that movie. Of yeah. uh, whole cast of characters. Uh, I think I said in that episode, it's kind of like a Star Trek movie where you've got this, like, everybody gets their moment to shine. And it's like, yeah, but there was never any other uh, sneakers movies. It's sad. I wish there were more. Um, now let's turn to the dark side, the uh, the uh, <laughs> more sequels were blocking. David, uh, quick pick. The Two Jakes. Or rather, Chinatown, really. Yeah, Chinatown. There you go. You I, I wish what? The Two Jakes didn't exist. Right. Coming soon, The Two Jakes. <laughs> two, the, the Three Jakes. Uh, okay, Chinatown. Good one. James? Uh, I'm going to say Blade Runner. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll go with you there, Controversial. Yeah. Moises? This is a movie they tried to make a second installment of three times, and they shouldn't have tried any of them. A Christmas Story. Yes. And the musical version. Yeah. That's, that, I didn't, I wasn't even aware of that. That's terrifying. Good, good pick. Mm-hmm. Annette? I would like to burn every copy of Anna Green Gables, The Continuing Story, which is the third movie and uh the series and apparently they're making a fourth and i'm preemptively burning that one too so you're saying anna green gables <laughs> 2 it stops there but anna of green gables with a vengeance right out right out 
I, I like Anne of Anne of Green Gables colon. It stops here. Yes. <laughs> Stop Cicero. Um, twenty one Jump Street. Ah, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. the The second one was basically a rehash of the first one using um, a lot of the same jokes, and while funny, just not as funny. Anjay, uh, Jurassic Park. Yep. Any, oh, anything, yeah. Anything on after the first one. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like, I, yep. like yeah. some of them are watchable, but the first one's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are just stuff they did. They're just mm-hmm. cash grabs. films after it. <laughs> That's how, yeah. Right. So there's no, you know, there's Jurassic Park and then there's some stuff after it, which does not matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need a box set. I'm good with yeah. just the first one. Yes, yep. basically. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in the same vein, and this is this is slightly cheating, but I'll allow it because it's me. Uh, also, Annette just Annette, also Annette just did it, and and it's in that same vein, which is I'm going to say no sequels after a sequel, and that sequel is Aliens. I yes. want no more oh, Alien yes. movies. I despise Alien Three, and the rest of them sure. are completely non-essential. Jason, Alien Three it was a dream. Alien Three was a cryosleep dream. It didn't really happen. So I'm right. going to say, you know what? Alien was great. Aliens was great. Done. Done. I'm with you. No, hold on. No Alien versus Predator. No Alien versus nope. Predator. It'll be Predator Good. versus question mark. I don't know. Here's the clincher. No, no Alien yeah. babies or uh, Alien. No, Jim for Cameron's kids. Alien babies. No, <laughs> none of that. Okay. All right. Uh, it is now time for the Bring Out Your Dead round, where I will go around one last time. Anything that you didn't pick. That uh, is still on your list. Uh, lay them lay out to me, David. All right. Movies that need sequels. The one I teased at the beginning, Buckaroo Banzai. Just yeah. not with those people and that setup. Yeah, that's that the problem with that one, right? It's like you, you're like, oh, there's, there's going to be a sequel. And then you're like, yeah, well, it's fine. Yeah, it, it's okay. L.A. Confidential. There's a lot of James Elroy material out there. Um, Forbidden Planet, even though essentially Star Trek is yeah. the further adventures. Um the Thin Man movies. I want more Thin Man movies huh. written by the people who did the first three, because those are good. And the second three only exist and only work because Myrna Loy and William Powell are so good together, but they're terrible. Um, uh, Serenity. Yeah. Uh, the Big Sleep, the, the Humphrey Bogart version. I would have loved to see him as, as Philip Marlowe more than once. Um, and and Beckett and the Lion in Winter. I've always thought there was a third story with Hen- King Henry the Second. I I just I want that 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 deathbed of of Henry the Second. Mm-hmm. And then uh, sequels that should not exist. Uh, the Sting Two. Anything after Jaws. Speed Two. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stick by Grease Two. Um, Saturday Night Fever because Staying Alive is just weird. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, Animal House, which doesn't have a movie sequel, but the TV, they did a TV version with like half the cast and it's terrible. Well, of course um, it is. Anything after Ocean's Eleven. Um, mm. 12 and 13 are fine. They're entertaining. Ocean's Eleven is just pitch perfect. Um, the Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers 2000 is horrible. <laughs> that was um, on my list. Yeah. And and The Godfather 2. Godfather <laughs> 2 is go. one of the greatest Great, sequels ever that. made. And let's just stop. stop there. Stop. Right there. Done. All right. James? Um, well, you know, speaking of perfect films, 
I would like to see a sequel to The Princess Bride. Oh, um, Whoa, that's dangerous. Yeah, I know, I know but yeah. I've learned nothing, you know, <laughs> as you've seen from all this. It's like, yes, mad with power. There's good stuff in the book that's not in the movie they could do, but... Yeah, and I, I don't think the, the Deadpool movie that riffs on The Princess Bride counts. Um, so, uh, Chappie, a uh, science mm. fiction movie, which I really liked. Um, and another one, Attack the Block. Oh yeah! Which, oh yes! Oh yeah! Oh, yes! Hundred yes. okay. percent yes. have a sequel. Sure. Are those actors available? Um, <laughs> films that I would like to erase from existence. Um, all the Matrix sequels. Yes. Um, um, on my yep. list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. pick it because it was so obvious. So yeah. I thought yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. I also wrote down Highlander. Comma, obviously. Right. Well, there can be only one. Right. <laughs> or 12. I dislike the series so much, I almost want to erase the original movie. It, it's one of those ones where the sequels makes the originals worse. I Mortal Kombat, the first one was good. Everything yeah. else terrible. Uh, the Incredibles, I like The Incredibles an awful lot. And The Incredibles 2 is fine yeah before about two years ago the yeah. incredibles would have been picked in the first round of this yep. draft yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. um and avatar a film that definitely shouldn't have four sequels <laughs> and not that i've seen them but it just shouldn't um moises i i don't really have much of a dead list but in in the same vein as super mario brothers the movie um I, yeah, I actually would want a sequel to the 1980s <laughs> Masters of the Universe movie. Because um, uh, sure. it was so what would bizarre that be? and terrible. It, it, All right. it, was, it was so bizarre and terrible. I, like how you're weird. Weird. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I wish that that terrible sequel existed. Street Fighter, Street Fighter the movie. I, I, sure. I would like a sequel to Street Fighter the movie so that they would explain uh, how that, that M. Bison is dead uh, and, and how the rest of that hung together. Because the only thing that made the movie remotely coherent were the parts that that uh, Raul Julia was in um, and, and then they could make a terrible sequel to the the video game based on the first movie uh, yeah, there you go um, and uh, Adam's Family Values I, I would have enjoyed a third Adam's Family movie I recently rewatched both of them and they're so good um, and yeah. Uh, and yeah I would have I would have liked a third of that um, I don't know. A sequel to Kiss of the Spider Woman. I, I, I'm just doing Raul Julia movies now. <laughs> so what about on the uh, on the downside? I'm down with that. Uh, on the uh, I well, I mean, I, I covered I covered an entire cash grab segment of right. a, of a genre, and I kind of, <laughs> I, you know, other stuff other stuff I was going to say has been mentioned. Jaws. Not having bring out um, your deads is fine. That shows that you're an incredibly efficient player. Yeah, I <laughs> I won the game, Annette. I also don't have a lot because it was hard enough for me to think of two. Uh, I would I would go see a second movie for Spy, the M Melissa McCarthy movie. Oh, huh. Yeah, sure. That would be fun. I'm not convinced I need it because it was pretty neat and tidy and felt complete. But sure, I'd, I thought that character was really fun and she did a great job with that. And then movies I would, the one that comes up, that I would like to stop preemptively sequels like the Avatar is <laughs> like, just stop making sequels to um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The first movie I was like, oh. that one was okay. It, it was it was fine. But the, the whole fact that they're making any of them at all feels like a cash grab and then making five of them. Yeah. Well, just are they? Will they? I don't, they might they're not. They're making a third one now. 
So, but it was, it took them a long time to get that. Cause apparently we did not embrace it with enthusiasm. Yeah. So it'll be on HBO max. <laughs> All right. Cicero. Um, yeah. My list is uh, very short as well. Um, this may be controversial, but I wish that there was a sequel to dark city. I thought about, oh, yes. I thought about oh, that. Okay. I don't know what it would be, yeah. but I thought I definitely right. yeah. thought about that for my it's list. An yeah. Interesting world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's really interesting world. And yeah, I would love to see uh, them kind of like take that uh, shell beach planet ship thing to wherever those, yeah, wherever those guys were and see what was going on with that. Uh, so that was, that's the, the movie that I'd like to see a sequel of mm-hmm. the movies, the movie series franchise that didn't need sequels. They're, uh, they're heroes in a half shell, turtle power, <laughs> the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Um, if we had stopped with the very first one, yeah. uh, we would not have gotten, uh, the, the turtle rap from vanilla ice. <laughs> right. one, one would be referring right. to ninja, ninja rap. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's, there's my list. Okay. Wow. Uh, and Anjay. All right, so uh, my girlfriend wanted me to mention that Zoolander 2 does not exist. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's yeah. a big fan of the first one, and number two does not exist. Uh, so The Matrix, and then the Hangover movies. Oh, which, yes. Uh, you yes, know, very good. There's there's a Hangover movie, and then, again, there's some stuff after that. <laughs> right. It's, yeah, and then uh, things that should have gotten uh, sequels. Uh, I had The Goonies. Which, ah. it I did think, get a, you know, it did get a sequel in an nes video game, game. yeah <laughs> well yeah that does not i guess that doesn't count or is that it does not it's the, the official sequel right <laughs> uh so uh the goonies and then there's a weird one i had here because i just rewatched it and it just it's a, it's a w- old movie but i love gene hackman too much and that's hoosiers Wow. Mm. Like ah. I, I don't know what that would be. I oh would just like gosh. to see Gene Hackman in that role again. If that yeah, everyone gets NCAA violations and the team <laughs> as, as a fan yeah. of Friday Night Lights, you know, the Friday Night yeah. Lights first season arc is very similar in some ways to Hoosiers and then yes. in that there's victory. And so for season two they went the other way and they're like, maybe they don't win this time. And like there's right. uh, you know, there's still drama to be had and, and a good story to be told. Yeah. Here mine the sequels that I I might dare using the monkey's paw for. Um, <laughs> you knew I was going to say real genius. Oh, yeah. Um, because there's more, more popcorn genius. to be popped. Uh, yeah. Uh, 12 monkeys, you say? Why not 13 yes. monkeys, I say? Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yes. That's a good one. A, yeah. Mega Mind. Speaking of uh, good mm. animated movies that uh, I would have liked to see a follow up for, I really like Mega Mind. Um, uh, and speaking of Will Ferrell, uh, I guess I like, uh, uh, Elf. What, what about a sequel to Elf? Oh my gosh. How terrible would that be? It would almost would be. certainly be terrible, but again, oh, it man. would be terrible. Let me go on the premise that what if it was terrible? What if it was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it turns out Elf 2 was pretty good yeah. too. Yeah. Like James, you've learned nothing basically. I like your optimism. I know I've learned nothing. Also, um, in, in the same line, of uh, a movie like Buckaroo Banzai that uh, that probably demanded a sequel and never got one, even though I don't think it would be any good because I don't think the movie's very good. The Black Hole, I guess. Like, yes. what happens on the yes. inside yes. of the Black Hole? Yeah. Let's yes. see that. I don't want to. I, I actually don't want to see that. And then the uh, franchises that I'm going to cut off, and I apologize in advance for anybody I offend with these remarks, but I stand by them. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters, the original. 
just stop. Mm. Terminator yeah. 2, not interested yep. after that, sorry. And Austin Powers, a movie that I enjoy yep. as a James Bond yes. parody. And then why did we need to do that two more times? I guess for the cash grab, but no. Whereas The Love Guru should have a sequel, right? We're all yeah. on yeah, that, sure. right? The sure. Love Guru the love should guru. just have. You should have brought <laughs> <Yeah>. it up. <laughs> the you, uh, you mentioned <laughs> mentioning Elf makes me think of Anchorman not really needing a sequel. Yeah, yes. it's very That's similar. Right. Very similar kind of thing in addition to the cast being uh, probably, again, could there be a good sequel? Maybe. Probably wouldn't be though, right? So again, that is that is the the knife's edge here is we we say hey this would make a great sequel and then we say oh but sometimes sequels are very bad so that's i i want to thank my panelists for exploring this concept i think it worked out pretty well given how ridiculous the concept was at the beginning <laughs> i think we all learned something i don't know what we learned but Let's probably something all sequels. yeah maybe no sequels uh so let me thank my panelists one last time before we say goodbye david lore thank you for being here oh a pleasure anytime i'm looking forward to the sequel to this episode yes indeed indeed james thompson thank you uh thanks for having me what we have learned is that we have learned nothing (laughs) (laughs) thank you if we did a follow-up to this i don't know if it'd be the return or the revenge yes annette weirstra thank you thanks i just hope my friend karen is no longer angry at me and we don't have to fight about this (laughs) anymore (laughs) cicero holmes thank you uh thank you I'll be back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just once, though. Just once. Andrzej Tomic, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. And the Temple of Don't, that's going to be on, on my mind for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've been your host, Jason Snell. Thank you, everybody out there, for listening to this episode of The Incomparable. We'll see you next week with the electric boogaloo, I guess. 